Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Derek. And I'm Ray. I'm Alex Reed. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Mostly Lit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How you guys been? Good, 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 yeah. good this week, good this week. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Oh, good man. Well, actually, I've been really sick this week. Yeah. Honestly, like, I've been in and out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. I've been super sick. I had a viral infection. Oh, wow. A PAS, and the doctor had to write me off work. I've never been written off work before. Oh, how long so you it off was work really for? cool. Um, for three days, and then I tried to go on Friday, and then at like 11, I was like, nah, nah I keep peeking. So I had to go home. Oh, um, But yeah, I just needed to rest mm-hmm. and sleep. Glad you're I had a viral infection. Mm-hmm. I got written off work. I feel like that's really cool. I've never really been <laughs> How is that cool? I, had a, I got written off work for um, nervous breakdown. <laughs> Thanks, my, that's very... In my, second, <laughs> in my second year of working. I was like, that's what I mean. Was that the Daily Mail? Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible time. Horrible Are you time. sure you want to say that about your past employer? I can. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, How are you doing? You right? Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm all right, man. It's been an all right week. Yeah? Decent, just um, just work. What did you guys get up to? Um, just work. I'm working on another podcast, mm-hmm. which is due to drop on Tuesday. Yeah. Which is really good. Um, reading a lot. Yeah. Just taking life easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Just trying to take things in my stride. Cool. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. I went to see Trevor Nelson. Oh, yeah. We went to see Trevor Nelson. That was interesting. Oh, that was a revelation. Why was I invited to that? It was just a thing. I just I just invited my guy friends. Thanks. That was, that was... Do you know who Trevor Nelson is? He's a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean, but that's all you know though. Yeah. Like it, so why would you wanna come? He was, he was an interest he's an interesting guy, like a veteran the veteran of like Man's a pioneer actually, man. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. A, he's very honest and very candid about it's okay. Um but like But yeah, he, it was good man. Yeah, he was a, like yeah, he was basically talking about the music industry and like his career and whatnot. Um that was a very interesting, interesting discussion. And like he's literally to, just been himself, like Yeah, about how to make it how to make it up. Well, how we made it to that point. Do you see what I mean? Like, how to be driven and all these different things. Yeah. And networking around that. Cute. Yeah, it was good. There. I cornered him at the end and I was I was debating with him about who's better, Kano or DWE. 
Okay. That was great. That's a highlight of my life. And what actually. did he say? He says Kano all the way. All He's right. like, Kano has more bodies of work. Mm. He's like, you can't just tell me someone can spit and they're a better MC than someone who's dropped like three decent bodies of work mm. and one classic. Mm-hmm. Made in a Manor's a classic. Home yeah. Sweet Home's not a classic. I've only heard Made in a Manor. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's Kano's album. So I haven't heard... And I mean, this is probably why Alice didn't invite you to the show. It, was, no, it, was it wasn't even that. It was just like, it just came up. And I yeah. just thought, let me just invite whoever. But yes, um, that was a good day. Um, I also had, have you ever had like a, you know, have you ever had, a, had one of those massages where they walk on your back? Oh my God, I had a massage this week. Yeah, I saw. But oh, so good. Had, it was you, a Swedish one. Was it? Oh, Swedish. Are they barefoot when they walk on your back? Basically, yeah, yeah, I'll explain that in be. a second. But um, have you ever had a deep tissue massage? Yeah. Mm. Have you ever come back bruised after that? Yep. So I had a, um, I had the foot one, right? Like they walk on your back, but it's not like they walk on your back. They get a child. They no, it's not even. They don't. But the thing is, they don't walk on your back. It's they not use, the African style no, of oh, walk on my back. No, my back is. It's not that. It's not that. It's not <laughs> that. Like literally, literally, they turn you out, and I'm just yeah. like, what the hell? but they got these ropes at the top of the thing, right? Yeah. And they used the and they're doing all kinds of positions. Sorry, but what? What? Where were you? I, like a proper parlor, or <laughs> it was a proper like massage place. Okay. And I thought, let me just do it because like I got I had stress in my left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And like he was trying to un- unkink it all out and whatnot, but he was just like, and what they do is they they kind of use their foot to massage like the the mass of your back. Why can't they use their hands? Because their hands their hands won't get to certain places mm. that your foot that your foot and the toe will. And I was like, what? And it was going in. I'm still bruised. I thought you were funny about Sorry. your I'm, personal. I'm like, like, I'm not that funny. Okay. Not, I mean, like, if it's a massage, it's a massage. But it? it's barefoot. Man's barefoot walking on. You your wouldn't back. even you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know literally. My massage was so nice. I got it with my friends. Yeah. And she really wanted a couple's massage. I really do want to have a couple's massage though because I feel like. Massages, like, they really transport you somewhere. It depends on the massage. Like, mm. I had one in Christmas um, at this hotel. Mm-hmm. And I don't, one, they're really, really expensive. Yeah. And they really need to cut that out because it's hella expensive. But it's great because yeah. then you get, like, spa facilities and you get to use, like, I don't know, the jacuzzi and stuff like that. But mm. they they really, it's so good. I got one in, in New Orleans when I went to Essence as well. Yeah. <sighs> You're lucky that it was just a relaxing massage because when it's the deep tissue ones, I feel like... Next Did you I, do do you do full body like? It was a full. Body. My, I remember my first full body when they like turned me all the way out. Oh my my butt. I was like, wait, when, what? When what? Say, yeah, yeah, they massage your bum. I, and I don't everything. think they're supposed to do that. Yeah, oh, they, they are. are. It's full body. Like they, they get everything, and then they t- literally. <laughs> do they go between your legs? No, no, no. Yeah, but not. Oh, they do in between your legs, but How? not in there. It is not a happy, mm. happily ever after thing. No. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't even imply that. Happy ending. Happy endings. Happily ever after. But like you know when they get in and they're pushing your their foot into their back and they're pulling. So Listen, that I like was... getting my foot actually, my actual foot massage in my calf, mm. and it's so relaxing. Oh, oh yeah, that shit's great. Yeah, yeah, the whole joint, especially when you got when you got bunion and they push that shit down. Oh god, I love that shit, man. Like those. Anyway, but anyway, I've got I've got a bad shoulder. <laughs> I'm bruised on my back. I don't feel any more relaxed, I but it's I'm gone. But they're not I fell in my bath. And honest, no, no, like That's no funny, joke. Because I spoke to my friend and she, and she she thought she'd tell me that a lot of deaths are caused because people fall in the bath. Do you have a shower grip? No, but I I've think got that's one the now. fifty plus generation. I know, but no, I fell and I don't have anything to hold on to except for like my board thing. It was horrific. Do you I not have a, have a a bath mat? No, I've got one. Saying. I just got one recently because yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like it ruins the aesthetic of the bath, you know. But obviously now I'm like, okay, like I can't be getting in my bath. <laughs> I felt like, and I literally was like, shit, if no one's here, who's going to find me? I'm going to die alone. And no <laughs> one's going to, no one, like, my friends will just be like, oh, like, she's just, maybe she's busy. I'm just sure be- your sexy Ghanaian neighbor might pop in. Just nah, be he won't. 
<laughs> Just be careful. <laughs> Only pops in at certain times of the day. He won't pop in. Oh, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Know. In case you're wondering. All right, guys. Welcome to Mostly <laughs> Um What's everyone reading? Okay, so this week I've been reading quite a bit actually. I started reading Matt Haig's Notes on a Nervous Planet. Um, super, super book. Like literally, he just kind of like reads to writes all of the stuff that kind of make us really distracted yeah. in the world and kind of like all the social media, online presence, all these different things. He kind of prefaces it, prefaces it with him talking about getting caught up in a Twitter argument and his um, wife looking at him like, what are you doing? Why are you walking around? Because you know when you're caught up in a Twitter argument, you're caught up online and you're kind of like so focused on it, you're not even looking where you're going. Do you know what that reminds me of? You so, know when dear white people, when she's arguing yeah. with a Twitter troll and her, her dad's like, are you arguing with strangers on the internet again? <laughs> and it just sounds so ridiculous. Like yeah. it really brings it into yeah. focus, like and what that's, you're and doing. that's kind of what Matt does in the book. He just sits there and he just kind of like says, you know, just, he's not kind of saying don't do that, but he's just saying all this stuff that's distracting us is making the world anxious. Like everyone's kind of so doing this one way, doing this mm. another, worried about something else. But he's like, when you do think about it, you're arguing, you're arguing with ones and zeros. No, you're actually arguing with people. I mean, you are arguing with people, but like at the same time, I they're don't like, know. Pro- they'll probably never infect, like, infect your world. As right, much, yeah. right. It just becomes so, yeah, it just becomes so pointless. Yeah. Um, so I'm reading that, okay. and then I'm reading um, Nalmuth by Sarah Perry. Oh, how are you finding that? That's a very, um, so. <laughs> She wrote that book like my yes. dad traded me for an ice cream or something like that. Did she? I thought you wrote is the essence serpent. Is Essex 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 serpent. Essex. Oh, is that Sarah Perry? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? She's really oh, okay. hot. So yeah. I met I met her at Stylist Live mm-hmm. and they had an interview mm-hmm. and she's like buxom. I mean, we're talking about her literary merit, and you've come to do oh, she's sexy. <laughs> she's buxom. <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm not I like she is she's a great writer. I mean, mm. cool. Yeah. But my my piece that I'm gonna add is that she's very hot. Okay. She's a very no, beautiful like, woman. I mean, for the book, like she writes, she writes in a particular way. She wrote, you have to be a very precise reader when reading what she's written. And sometimes I do think there's some sentences she could have like written differently mm-hmm. and whatnot, but um, I'm excited to try and read it because it's not a book that I would typically pick up yeah. in the store. So I'll be like, so reading it, I mean, it's completely out of, out of my kind of range. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said to you that I like one episode, how the book that was set in Australia. Yes. And I'd never really thought to pick up a book that's set in Australia. This one's set in Czech, Czech Republic. Hmm. And I'm like, I have no ambition to travel to any of these places. You never but, read yeah, I, but, but yeah, I'm here <laughs> reading these books. Haven't you read Czech Republic? What's that? The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Mm. No. No, not that one. <laughs> well, that's set in Czech there's, uh, Republic. There's another not... book set in, it's about the tracks and the, oh man, it's a, it's a quite a well-known book. I just forgot the The, the tracks and the, what? What's it about? And stuff. It's, I, I've read it so long. I didn't, all I know is I didn't finish it because... Oh. I, d- I know. The book What's the book about, though? I forgot. But it's about family and tracks, tractors. Okay. Is it that tractors in Ukrainian? Yay! Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is that, that obviously that's not the Czech. That's not Czech. That's yeah, Ukraine. I mean, oh, well, Ukraine. I guess it's that area. Do you know what? <laughs> I always read these books. Like, for example, I read, I read, um, I read that that Australian book, well, and think I felt warm because of Australia. Mm. Then I read, I'm reading this book now, and I feel Have really you read cold. The Lieutenant, it's set in Australia. No, it's no, about no, Aboriginals no. no, I haven't read that yet. It's a good book. But, um, but yeah, this is yeah, Melmoth is pretty good yeah. so far. Cool. Um, what are you guys reading? Who wants to go? What are you reading, Derek? Um, I've just started reading um, the Narrow Road to the Deep North by Richard Flanagan. The Deep North. 
Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I think he's taken that from, because I know there's, I know Basho has got like a haiku collection called the same thing. I think he borrowed it from that, I think. Well, it might just be a well-known phrase. I don't know. Um, but yeah, shit, he can write. He can write. He's really got away with sentences that it's not even flowery. It's just, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But he's uh, an amazing writer. Because I just thought to myself, I was thinking, I was like, I haven't read that many like post-war novels. I mean, I've read Slaughterhouse-Five by Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's it, you know? So I got a couple. I need to read Birdsong. I haven't read Birdsong. Like, everybody's read it in school stuff. I've never read that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was reading that and I'm going to start. I started another book called White Girls. Oh, by Hilton. Hilton House. Oh, that. I've got shit. That he can on, write. I've got that on my shelf and I'm thinking, he's sitting there looking at me. It's like, Alex, you need to read nah, this book at some point. He's a journalist, isn't he? Yeah, he, but he's... He's on another level. It's man. a collection of essays, right? Yeah, and there's it, one called White Girls, or is it just a is it a continuous thread? It's, of- it's a continuous thing, but it's kind of like Tanahasi Colts. It's like essays, but it's like a continuous narrative. Mm. It seems like that anyway. Okay. Um, but what he can write, he, the way he writes is completely different to Richard Flanagan. But it's still so. In I don't know, like sometimes the sentences he writes, I just go back and reread them, and I'm just like, how did he do? How did you even think to structure it like that? Have it make sense and flow so beautifully at the same? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, he can write, he can write. Yeah, I started reading that. And I'm going to start reading another book called The 15 Lives of Harry August by Claire North. Harriet August. uh, Harry August. Harry August. The 15 Lives. It's a book about time travel, I think. I haven't started it yet, but it's got amazing reviews. Like, Mm -hmm. the reviews are unreal. Um, I was actually, it's because of Matt Haig. I started reading Matt Haig, Reasons to, was it? No, sorry, um, How to Stop Time. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. But I like the premise. So I thought, I just Googled like, oh, what other books with time travel or people who have lived long? Mm. And then that book came up, looked at Goodreads, amazing reviews. So I thought, yeah, let me start that. So I'm going to read that. But I'm going to finish Richard Flanagan first. Right. In between reading Hilton Owls, because mm. I like to do fiction and non-fiction. Yeah. And then I'm going to go on to... Do you both actually read reviews before you pick up a book? Or do you actually just um, I don't pick up the book? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> I do sometimes. And sometimes it ruins the experience. Mm. Um, but sometimes it makes the experience richer. Okay. Um, but yeah, good reasons my go- my go to really. Yeah. Like, I try not to. But um, yeah, I mean, when I read Invisible Man, I didn't read any reviews because I was like, no one's ruining this for me. Okay. So I stayed away from reviews. But other books, I'm, that. yeah. All right, Ray, what are you reading? I'm reading The Sun Is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon. The what? Sorry. The Sun Is Also a Star. Okay. Um, I got it. A friend of mine said that. Um, I'm writing something and the narration is like different people. Mm-hmm. And although it's covering one space, like one day. And my friend was like, oh, there's a similar. And I was having trouble like with the narrative voice and how to structure it. Mm-hmm. And so she said, oh, you know, try reading this book. Was it fiction you're writing? Yes. Oh. Um, and um, I picked it up and I read it and it's like a it's like a YA novel so it's very chilled relaxed very easy to read um, it's a little love story between this um, this like Jamaican girl who's being like taken back home oh God. Um, and this like overachieving Korean boy and how they meet but the, the narration is just really wild and different but it really works and so that's why I'm reading it. And it's really good so far. All so, right. It's an awful yeah, title. The, What's it? the Sun is Also a Star. Um, the Sun is Also like a Star. It. I quite like the title. Hmm. Um, I'm not so awful <laughs> about it. <laughs> because the it's sun like... Is also, is a star. Ex- well, exactly. Yeah, so. but nobody really like says like the sun is... Do you know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, no, we do. I, I think... No, Who they don't. You? 
Well, we, we know we know it's a star. Yeah, the, I mean, stars. But we don't call it. Yeah, like mainly people will be like stars is those mm. little blinky things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sky, but they won't be like the sun. So. Mm. It's like a very. It's just it's transparent. A, it's, a, it's a poetic. No, it's not. No, it it's says not. what it does on the, the tin, isn't it? Like okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what I meant. I was trying to say. It is. I don't know what's so awful about that. All right. Well, okay. You know you. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna say something else, but it's fine. Anyway, um, that's cool. So, who's lit this week? Who's lit? So today is Jude who co-wrote... Co- um, Jude Blay. Oh yeah, Jude Blay on, on Twitter. Um, he co-wrote and edited Rise Up, the murky story so far for Murky Books and Penguin Random House. Dope. Um, which is sick. Yeah, exactly. Like he basically put the entire book together, mm. transcribed. I, I think he added his own narrative. Obviously, he's, he's a sick writer as well. Yeah. He read his House of Horus blog. Like he's, he's a sick writer. Yeah. Um... And yeah, man, that's yeah. It's quite, you know. Obviously, it's a massive achievement. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. And all, all, all when obviously, I I DM'd him like, and I was just talking to him because obviously, where I'm at Penguin Random House, mm-hmm. there's a guy I work with, and he kept talk, saying Jude, 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 Jude. Like you should talk to Jude, <laughs> and I just didn't know who that was. Yeah. And then obviously, obviously, I've known who Jude was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was the same Jude that this like publisher talking was about. talking about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then I connected the dots and I DM like, oh, you the Jude that? Yeah. He's like, yeah. And I was like, rah, shit, man, small yeah. world. Because I was speaking to him about, he said he was working on a project. Um, obviously, he said he couldn't talk about it, which is fair. Like, And then when it came out, I was like, oh, right, this is what you were working on. And it's yeah, really interesting yeah, yeah. like that, you know, to be trusted to write, to do something like that. I feel like it's a... Of course, yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's a great honour. So. I think Stormzy handpicked him. Really? I think so. I think Stormzy was like, you're sick right off. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, when Stormzy flew out, a lot of people on his birthday to, um, I forgot where it was, but it was somewhere in Spain. Oh, I heard about that. Ibiza. Yeah. I think it was it Ibiza or somewhere. Anyway, Maybe, but they, he flew out like loads of people. Oh, for his birthday. Yeah, um, and Jude was there. So I was like, I listened to him like, how did you get onto the thing? And he was like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you there? Like, oh, was there? He was there. He was like, yeah. And then obviously Stormzy was yeah. doing all of that stuff. But it got, when you connect all the dots, after you see the result, you're like, oh, mm, right. It probably mm, was along yeah. those lines and, you know, probably did get handpicked through that and whatnot. But, yeah, man, brilliant achievement. So, well done. Well done, well done. Oh, well done. wait, wasn't um, Inua, didn't he have a release of some play? I forgot the name. Inua Ellums. Um, but I saw, like, a the National Theatre thing. Oh, yeah. We had Inua on our show and he's got another play out. Um, he also got signed for two, two novels as well. Yeah, which is, like, pretty cool. So, shout out to you. I think I just... Remember that, so. Wait, so he's got a new play in, called... in the National Theatre? Yeah, it's coming out next year, I think. Mm. Amazing, right? Um, I, I wa- still haven't seen Barbershop Chronicles. You guys need to, yeah, you guys need to watch that. I if mean, that comes back, you better book it fast. because Yeah, I saw Misty. Guys. Oh, yeah, Misty's guys. good. I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it. Please. I'm not going to spoil it. I saw but, it. But um, Arinze, yeah? He's my husband. Arinze Keen. He's so fine. <laughs> and to be honest, so I sat right in the middle, yeah? I, was, I literally got the best seat. He was, was not watching. He was not checking for you, Ray. <laughs> and, and, um, and he was like looking. Oh. And I'm telling you guys, he was, and I, he was looking at me. But you too? No, like he was looking at me. Not even you two. Like it was, it was, you two? We made contact. <laughs> looking at everybody. No, no, guys. You're staring like, into my no, soul. Like, <laughs> I, I don't like, think what? you understand. Like, stop it. I, as a woman, I am telling you, he looked at me. Yeah? I'm coming and to you just as a man. As, just, just as he looked at me, he popped a balloon. I feel like that's a sign. <laughs> and I left with a, with a balloon. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. But the, go and see the play, guys. It's really good. It kind of... It is good. It's good. And I think production is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's fine. Also, yeah. Poet in the Corner. I want to watch that. 
Oh, Nine Night is back as well. Is oh it? yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah, I'm gonna go and see it because I'm like I've, I didn't get it the first time, so I have to. Yeah, Nine Night's a very good play. It's hella Jamaican. You'll enjoy. Yeah. Poets in the Corner. I've seen it. No, I haven't seen it. It's gonna be a Royal Albert. It's like Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, it? it's inspired by Dizzy Rascals. Yeah, Dizzy Rascals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to see it. Actually. He endorses it. So yeah, she was like, that would be her dream if he watched it. And he went to watch it. If he endorses it, I'll go and watch it. So yeah. Oh, because cool. it's grime. You're not interested. I'll go, I'll, head, man. No, I'll go and watch it. I'm interested. I'm interested, but we'll discuss. Anyway, all right. The rest. Um, yes, all of you guys are doing amazing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you guys are great. Like, it's like, like, a lot of man, blackness. It really is just amazing blackness. And oh yeah, and also Deborah, who's doing. Um, also, Malu Blackman's got a corner. rock. Um, rock Nation. Nation to do the um, Nelson Crosses series. Nelson Crosses music. What? I was like, to, if Jay Z, if if he comes with. I didn't even understand that. I just saw... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't what is that? So What's the collaboration? So I think, isn't it a... It's not going to be a play. Is it it's going to be a... Is it a play or is it a production on... I think a, she's doing a series of plays, but, I, but if the BBC are doing it, then it'll yeah, be Yeah, so TV I think thing. what they're doing is just the soundtrack. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but I think it's... I feel like it was out of nowhere mm. because I wouldn't put... Rock Nation with Mallory. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really weird. But I'm here for it. And if Beyonce goes to see it, I think we should get press against just saying. Yeah, put it out there. <clears throat> um, What's it called? What, Park Entertainment. Know, I pray five times a day for this. Park Entertainment. <laughs> I, report, what, I don't know. Just, yeah, shout out. Yeah, inshallah. <laughs> I want tickets. All right. Um, anything else, guys? Anything else to add? No, let's move on. Hello, welcome to What Matters with Alex Reeds. For those of you who do not know, I'm a journalist, writer and podcaster who is the co-host of Mostly Lit. In my day job, I write about things that make us tick, keep us energised and help us to stay motivated. I also believe that when it comes to our lives, we need to live it with purpose and live according to what matters to us. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to amazing people about how to live with more energy, focus, clarity and direction, bouncing ideas of one another and sharing tips on how to do it. But we also have a laugh at the same time, so I can't wait for you to hear these episodes. Make sure you subscribe to What Matters with Alex Reads on iTunes, Entail, Stitcher or whatever your favourite podcast player is for notifications. You do not want to miss a new episode trust me see ya right so this week we um all read um their eyes are watching god by zora neil hurston um we all have very different views on the on this book mm. Let Ray start it off. And we're just going to, yeah. Let's She's do, always let, talking about it. Yeah, it's Ray's favourite book. And I know. Yeah, if you've noticed that in the past few weeks, we've been each <laughs> doing our favourite books yeah. there onwards. But okay, so... I don't know what to say. All I said was... Explain, yeah. explain the book. Because <laughs> if, I, if, I, if, I, if I explain it, I'll really um, simplify it and you'll hate me. Oh, I'll, I'll butcher it. Yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely yeah, butcher I'd it. Hate, yeah, so you explain it. I hate it. Sorry, go on. No, it's fine, you can hate it. It's personal opinion. So this book is called Their Eyes Are Watching God. Mm -hmm. And it narrates the story of um, a young woman called Janie. And she... um, It narrates her life through childhood and the different men that she marries. Mm -hmm. And just, I guess, how she becomes a woman. And how she... She didn't marry tea cake, did she? I don't think she did. She didn't marry tea Um, cake. And... Yeah, I guess it's just about how she becomes a woman. I don't think the plot is that 
deep. Nothing really happens. It's just she goes through one place it's and the other. It's just her life. journey, exactly. Until um, she reaches her horizon. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so just as a as a... As an aside. As an aside. I'm not defending this book today because I personally think it's perfect. Mm -hmm. So you guys... You think it's perfect? Yeah. So you guys obviously can, you know... Say what you want. Say what you want. Free reign, yeah? Absolutely. Blessings. Um, Mainly because I just... I don't want to give energy to... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, bro, I'll say what you All want. Right. Like, don't give a shit. All right, cool, so cool, yeah, cool. so that's what it, the book is about. And yeah. what did you guys think? Okay, so the book... Um, Okay, on the surface, I found that I find it really accessible. I mm. like find it an accessible read. Mm. I felt like because because of obviously having read like Toni Morrison and um, other southern black southern writers and whatnot, mm-hmm. I felt like this was quite. There wasn't a hill to get over. You see what I mean? Yeah. I felt like I was just on a continual walk mm. through it. Whereas I feel like with Toni Morrison books, there was a hill to get to even the Juno Diaz book we did like The Brief Life last week mm. there's a hill to get over before you kind of get to the rest of the before you start going straight through the block yeah and I feel like this was just a continual story which is, which she kind of did really well mm-hmm. um I didn't like Janie for like three quarters of the book hated Janie did you? I was like what is, she like, wasn't what? like what the beginning I was like what is she, do- I was like, what is she doing could have been anyone. I was like what is she doing all the way through but yeah. um yeah, I don't know what else to add. I don't know what really else to add unless we talk about themes, but yeah. it yeah. was a good um yeah, it was just seeing how men treated her mm. in 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 various different forms. Mm. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I actually I, I was I sat down because I read it in like I read it, finished it by Tuesday, and I was like, wow, this is just something like if you know to be to be beaten like she's literally beaten by all of her husbands or threat oh, uh, with their first husband she was threatened a lot but she's literally beaten by all of her partners and she kind of made it all the way she kind of made it all the way through to the end yeah either anyway she survived she's it's a story about a survivor it's about how to survive as a black woman at this time yeah in those places and i just think that um i think it was a brilliant i think it was told really well it's a really good story. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Come <laughs> on, Derek, why'd you hate it? Um, and I was just taking a piss. I don't. I didn't hate it. Mm. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't. Un- I don't understand the hype. Mm. So, like, it's even stranger, you know, because I remember we were talking about a particular book. I can't remember what it was, and you was basically like, "Oh, Daisy, you didn't like Daisy because you was just like, come on, girl, like, yeah, like break out of you know the men who are controlling you or oppressing you, or whatever." But Jamie is literally worse than daisy mm. like her, she's literally so many times I was just like what why are you what are you doing like, i can see that i don't think she's worse do you know daisy. what i mean i think she's worse than daisy I, really I, even do you think i mean why obviously the men are obviously way worse than she even even tea cake fam to me he was a donor as well but <laughs> it's because with, with tea cake i just thought to myself like come on you can definitely see that this is going to lead to disaster Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if Daisy had decided to get with Gatsby. Well, no, I, don't, why do you, I think Go I on. don't think so because I feel like um, I don't understand how it could have led to disaster because it wasn't like what they were doing to each other that caused the end, like the ending of them. It was, I guess, mm-hmm. the natural phenomenon of the storm and the dog and stuff like that. Yes. So it was outside particulars but, that entered into their world. But the thing is, so but what people, was it about them too that made them impossible? Because of the foreboding. Because of the the, the entire, uh, you know, I can't remember what the, the village was called. The entire black village was like. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't call. They didn't give it a name. It was nameless, wasn't it? 
sure there was no name for it. No, it's just, it was it's just, it's just in West Florida. It's like the muck, like no, it was, it was, it was given a name because I remember I was reading and it was named. I think it was named after Zora Neale Hurston's hometown, Eatonville. Uh, Eatonville. That's what I'm talking about. The people Sorry, of Eatonville, Eatonville were like, yeah. Oh, I don't know when. No, I thought you were talking about. No, not the Eatonville was not the muck place, man. Oh. Before well, she e- ran off with tea cake. A... Oh yeah, so that's Eatonville. Yeah, Eatonville. Okay. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just kind of like, mm, do you know what I mean? But and even the writing. Mm. Whoa. Listen, I have to be completely real. The writing was just for me, it made me sick. Dude, over the top. Over the top. It was over okay. the top. It reminded me okay, of, okay. of Ray Bradbury's um, Fahrenheit four five one. You're gonna say called, awful. I was about to where miss. I was just kind of like, bro, why are you being so flowery? Just that I'm telling no. you, there were certain there were certain paragraphs or sentences where I, I was like, this sounds nice, but it just doesn't make sense, bro. Like it was it okay? There were, it just sounds one? it sounds beautiful. Like I can't. I've got the books over there. I can't. But so many times I was just like, this sounds nice, but it doesn't make sense. It's like when I read Oscar Wilde sometimes, well, particularly the picture of Dorian Gray, it's kind of like, wow, this sounds really nice, but it doesn't actually make sense. I thought it made perfect. But the thing is, I think you're looking at it as, um, for example, Gatsby, there is this clarity with Gatsby, right? Um, yes. Which I, I even see. It's very crystal clear. Um, but, but it's still beautiful. There's still beautiful see, metaphors I think in there. For me, it lacks that beauty. So it's very crystal. Do you know what I mean? It's a beautiful, like a, a very well-balanced, clear sentence, right? Whereas this, I mean, I think it depends on the type of writing that you like. So if you're really into Description. The, the, the melshing in of poetry and mm. prose, I think this does it well. Mm. Whereas if you think, mm. and if you're just reading it from, why doesn't it make sense? Mm. Then I don't, then I think the heart like i feel like that's why for me anyway as a woman reading this i just it just, i just it just, yeah i don't I, know. I, I do think but I, I think if you're going into it thinking i want to read a yeah. clear structured story but that's not how that's not, that's not how i, I went into it though like come on one of my one of my favorite books is my angelou's i know what the k birch thing that's poetry bro the terrible is literally poetry, poetry all the way through do you understand but i the, so the terrible for instance how i felt about the terrible was like how I feel about this book anyway and the way it was written and, and, and the poetry in it. You felt the same way with The Terrible. Yes, but The Terrible wasn't as much. Okay. I read The Terrible and it was it, it was able to grasp but something. That, but that's what I'm but saying. I, wasn't, so, I was like, oh, but it didn't. And then this just exploded it. This, this was like, whoa. This seemed to me like just too much. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like she was dressing up. Like you said, nothing much happens. Like the story's kind of based, obviously it's about Janie's discover, self-discovery and basically her realising that she is enough. She doesn't need to be with a man. She, you know, she's she's liberated at the end where mm. she's by goes back to the house. She's by herself, but it's kind of like that journey. I feel like Zora Neale Hurston couldn't capture it, and I'm going to say something controversial in the same way that someone like Ralph Ellison could in Invisible Man. So therefore, she had to dress it up. Why do you think it's so controversial? Why, 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 why do you think it's controversial? Number one, that like you mentioned that because there well, must be a reason why it's. Why oh, because her and Ralph Ellison had beef in it. Okay. Um, cool. See, what I think Flower, that. I think is just, what I got it is the essence of womanhood. And it's so weird that you call it that oh, flower. See, see what you come to no, do no, no, here. No, you see what you come to do. I haven't come you, to do anything. You have come, see what you come to do. All I'm saying now, is... Now what you've done, you've, you've positioned my statement in a way that is opposing women. And it's definitely not I'm, by framing I'm it like that. Don't do that. It's not fair. That is what I feel. So I will say it because that's no, what I feel like. No, but come on, that's not... So it's like I can't or, say anything now because no, it's going to sound like I'm attacking womanhood. No, I'm just saying... No, you're not attacking women. But that's how you are attacking women. 
All I'm saying is that flower and that over the topness that you obviously couldn't feel, I felt that it way. captured the essence of womanhood. I thought that. I and thought, if you didn't feel that, like, that's fine. <laughs> I, like, I don't expect you to feel that. <laughs> I thought like the descriptions and stuff were really good as well because of the way that she. The way I that don't she get the flower but, aspect but, of it because it's not like, like she, she uses she, long, she, she profound did, words. I think, but that's I not what flower is. I feel like yeah, I feel like what you mean though is when she when she's describing. Um, and she's describing things, she'll describe it in like one sentence and then she'll describe it again in another sentence and then she'll describe it again in a third. And it's just like, okay, I got it the first sentence, but then she just continues writing this long piece. Fam, exactly. The novel could have been like a hundred pages shorter. Yeah. In my personal opinion. I don't know. I don't know, but then I I feel like it would have lost part of its soul. And that's why I'm talking about that soul. It would have lost lost its energy. I don't think so. You know what I mean? Because we can't always get to, we can't be, we can't be so caught up on brevity. And clarity. uh, clarity Nah, I think, I think the soul was in the, 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 the way she captured the dialect and the way people spoke and the, and the, um, the mythology that came through in the way they spoke and, you know, their turns of phrase. That's, that was the soul. If that novel was written without any of that, the, um, you know, the dialect, then the book would have lost soul. Take away the it, take away the would, flowery it, writing, I the soul would remain. See, I, would, I, I don't, don't know how you could have thought this language was flowery, because literally, I'm like, talking about her descriptions, not the way that people spoke. No, I'm not even that. Just like because because the how the people spoke, there, there was that narration. So it was Janie talking to Phoebe mm-hmm. about her journey and how it all began, mm-hmm. and that was written in the Southern American dialect and how she was talking cool but then on top of that there was a layer of that omniscient narrator at the top mm-hmm. who was guiding you through the novel. Mm-hmm. Now. I liked both and I think both worked really, really well together. Mm-hmm. And w- well, you can say that, I guess, the the dialect was coming from a real, I guess, a Southern woman and, and that perspective. But the overall narration, I don't think was. Mm-hmm. I think that overall narration was very universal in a way. And that's one thing that I'm like, I think anyone could have gotten that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's flurry at all, and I think it it captures a lot of heart and heat. Um, but I, I guess that's not. I do get it, but I think um, I think it'd be probably good to go through the different stages of Janie. Yeah. Because I think that that'll probably just make it a bit clear for the listener about mm. what kind of happens within the book. So she begins the story by walking back, tough foot, all the way through the all the way through the. Her long hair. Yeah, like long hair, just raggedy. You say tough foot, you know. <laughs> like, I feel like that's gonna, I'm remembering, I'm remembering the film. That's Hard why. foot bottom. Yeah, I'm remembering the film because that's kind of how she, like, mm. Halle Berry kind of walks back into the... I'm so happy I never watched that's it. That's what I mean. I've heard this absolutely awful. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I'm, I want to watch it again to see, like, mm. the, the book. I might watch it tonight, but, like, when she walks in, she's just, like, proper dragged out of the muck. But, um, so, so Janie is embarking on this love story tumultuous love story but if we could talk about how she got to her first marriage with Logan with Logan well her grandma so, married her off in it yeah so her grandma basically said, saw her kissing somebody by, the, by a tree was it by a tree so, outside yeah house. outside the house and then the grandma went on to say you, you, <laughs> how, you, you, my, how long you been letting my kiss up on you like? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, she was funny. like basically like okay so you're big enough to kiss you can be big enough to marry now and she's like I'm just thinking where's the measure yeah that part reminded me of Mr. and how you know um, I feel like we need to give Nanny was... like some credit here cause, why like, because um, just in the times that they were in, like, for example, she... she that, Come on, that, that's, that's never been a good enough excuse That's for us never been podcast. a good enough excuse, but however, that's not exactly everything that happened in that section. You find out about 
um, her history mm. in terms of being born on a plantation, being born into slavery. You find out how she was raped by a master and um, the mistress, came, the mistress came in and took madness. the baby and how she fled. So I feel like there's all of that was just in that part. And it ended with something like, I think what we need to take into account now is she says something like, um, be, be, be gentle with me, Janie, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cracked plate or something. Mm. And I feel like if we just say, oh, she just married her off, we're not really being yeah, gentle towards her because of all the things that she's been yeah, through. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can criticize her and say, yeah, she was shit for that, but she was a cracked plate. She already understood that she had issues. Oh, so now you can do nuance, fam. Yeah. What? I feel feel like, I I feel like, you know, I feel like Nani was just really, obviously she, obviously she came from slavery and all sorts, but I just feel like, obviously it's the time and stuff, but I just, I really just had trouble with the fact I was just saying. Just beat her up, just pop, and then oh, let me let me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I mean, I mean, is this like all of this abuse, bro? Her first, her first hand to her then was her nanny. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And 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 Nan beat her like that because because her Nan because basically what did what did Janie even say she was like oh but Nanny why and then she got beat and then she was all cradling her and the yeah. things like oh I didn't mean to do it on all these different that. things and I'm just like what is going on here it's actually really mad anyway let's get past but anyway yeah so he, she marries her off to Logan this older man with so many acres of land or six, whatever six acres six acres man kept telling us how many acres he's got he's <laughs> <laughs> an old man and um, who she didn't love and who. Yeah, she didn't love. But what was that marriage like? Seemed, it was... It seemed really dry. Of course it was dry. <laughs> it was literally just... Uh, um, but do you know what I oh found God, really interesting? Like, this man food and what I found really interesting is that when um, my, man came, my man came along on his horse, what was his name? Joe. When, when he Joe. came along, like, on some seductive thing, bro, like, she's basically, like, she's married, but you're still, like... All right, cool. I'll wait for you tomorrow, though. Like, what, what the hell? What's if, you, if you want to come, because I can see when you're not happy. I feel like it's one of them things. <laughs> Joe was ambitious, isn't it? I can see nah, it. nah, that's more than ambition. Nah, nah, nah. That's, like, that's, nah. You've got, you've got one man who's saying to her, oh, you need to, you need to put your hand into the, into do work out here. You need, we need to get another mule so that you can do it. Like, you don't do anything. And, and she's like, woman is the mule of the world. And she's like, yeah. And she was like, oh, 
while I'm cooking and doing all this stuff in here. So what do you want me I to feel do? Like come that relationship was like common southern relationships that were probably very like rampant at that time. And you're talking about mules and horses. Yeah, I think <laughs> that that's that's the job that they were doing. That's what women were doing. Mm. So Logan and and Janie were, I think, quite typical of the relationships maybe that you would have seen in, in that era. Yeah. Um, and she kind of does say, like, you don't treat me bad. In yeah. her head, she was thinking that he's not treating her bad, but yeah. she wanted more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, what I also don't like is the fact that her I don't like Janie's relationship with marriage. And she, even when she got married to Logan, I think she said she got to the place and she walked in and she waited for love to start happening. Mm. She thought that marriage was this place where love could be found. Mm. And I just feel like that's very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And her grandmother... She sounds like me. Like, mm-hmm. her grandmother should have probably, like, you know, been like... Because she was literally in search of love, mm. essentially. But her grandma doesn't know about love. Her no, grandma, grandmother would have been like, what's love got to do yeah. with it? Yeah, and even when she did <laughs> approach her and told her, she was like... Whoa. She was like, it's about protection. Yeah, like, she was just like she was, she was like, she was basically about... like, is he beating you? No. She, she said, didn't she mention, she was like, is he beating yeah. you? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay. So what's up? So what's your problem? Like, what's your problem? Like, you basically... I think it was the whole idea that you're younger than him. He may die before you. You will get everything. Just just hang in there for the next 20 years. like, she is a representation of so many women. Even now, like when I look at Janie my or parents nanny. and I look at like Janie or nanny. The women, um, nanny, the women in my yep, family, yep. it's like, for example, I'm living out. Every time I speak to my mum, it's, have you found someone? Because it's not good for a young woman like you to be bowed by yourself in the world. Have mm. you found someone? Have you found someone? And it's just like, bruh, like, no one's going to protect me. And even this kind of, are you, are you the first? Like, people go to their mum and say, oh, my husband's beating me. They're mm. kind of like, are you the first? Like, get <laughs> so on with it. So as much as they have so much love for you. Yeah, like, they have so much love for you. And in that world and the time that they're in, yeah, like, having a man would have made her probably protected, but that's not going to advance anything. And and my issue with Janie is she literally looked for man for for love because she just was like, that is where love is, I mm. guess. And that marriage is where love is mm-hmm. and I think she needed to really understand that that's not the case I, yeah. I mean I disagree with you there I think that is the case I personally think that that's, that is the case like we're here in a world of 7 billion people to act like yeah but forming... love can exist outside but for, but marriage I mean, but I mean form... marriage yeah. can only protect it it can and it did but exist with, with her and TK without... her and TK weren't married and their love existed mm. do you know what I mean but I feel like her search for the one or whatever or someone who's going yeah. to actually see her as an equal but and treat her like a real a whole human being mm. I feel like that's but I mean she, that's a noble endeavour she, she, she never had the opportunity to explore that though did she she was basically caught kissing a boy and was told you must marry now yeah but then she had obviously she had the strength and the fire in her to move out of that and mm. go to Joe yeah but she didn't know what she was getting well she can't she was stuck in a, she was stuck in a soulless marriage no but like with when, Joe, he, went, when, he, like, when he went off to get his second no, meal he came back really, and his wife wasn't there let's talk about Joe <laughs> like, Jody, Jody Starks and so so this so, man comes through at the front of her like six acres yeah and presents her with all the things that she all yeah, the, she presents like, her possibilities Joe's, and all the Joe's an ambitious man and yeah. I initially I liked Joe yeah. I was like Ooh, I, I liked Joe I was like, like wow ambitious. okay yeah He's, you know, okay. Yeah, I knew it was going to go tits um, up. Of course. I knew it, as most of these stories go. <laughs> he's a man and, you know. you know, he doesn't really look at her as an equal. But we talked about before the show, um, Alex, you, you talked about how if only, if Janie could have leaned in into what um, Joe, her, her, Joe, role, yeah. her role and, and what Joe wanted, wife, yeah. exactly, and that trophy wife, you you, you could have seen how they, they could have worked, essentially. It's not so much like a trophy wife. It's more like have the authority over the city, mm. over the town that they're in. Do you see what I mean? Like, she didn't... 
I don't know whether it's because she didn't lean in that Joe treated her that way or because Joe already had the intention yeah, for her already. Joe's so I'm, not, I'm really not sure. I mean, it was made clear when he was speaking to the town and then like they said, oh, is the mayor's wife not going to say anything? And they were like, and she was like, well, speaking is not for her kind mm. of thing. I think that's where it began. But that's where she could have spoken up, I feel like. I don't think but that's I don't where know. it began. I think it began when he basically made her wear something. Yeah. But she would have preferred to have worn what the maids made for her. She remember he had yeah. like he wanted to have her yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. You're the you're the you're, you're the mayor's wife. But that was this after is how that, you though. must present yourself. That was after that first speech, though. You know, was that we, after? I'm pretty sure that was after the speech because I, I think, think that it, was a big point. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But I felt like at that, I don't know. I felt like the subtleties of that and him saying no, she can't speak there. And if she had defied him there. To be honest, I, I feel, feel like, like she, I don't know. She, she, she could have had a bit she of did. gumption. She could have done that, and I don't think that it would have made a difference to Joe. You know what? If she had consistently, if she had consistently defied him, there's a there's a point where somebody nah, gets, know, gets beaten. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Now, would we would have known. No, 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 no. But... The only person who would have got beaten is is her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, because obviously, like he he in the end he did. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And he still beat her. He still he still did do that. You know. So it's so relationship yeah. with Joe and um, Janie. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's her second marriage. That's her second marriage with this guy who um, basically founded Eatonville, mm-hmm. which in the current times, it was essentially a black um, town. A black town. Yeah. And he built it up from... Yeah. And I, did, I did like that whole kind of the community and the sense that's of investing money back into the yeah. black That's what I was thinking. And I, I love that. I thought that he would make her a part of that and be like, you are my, you are my wife. But even, she was part because yeah. she was helping. She was like getting her hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But even like amongst that and the, you know, the whites being away and that community being formed, um, women are still, do you know what I mean? So I'm just like, this is why I feel like the blending of feminism and when we're, when we're fighting race, and we not we're not taking into consideration the plight of women, mm-hmm. and this was a town that essentially was ruled by black men, and women were still downtrodden. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And even the mayor's wife did was not free. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is just patriarchy in general, precisely, and that's why I think when we're through. fighting all of these like issues, we need to really understand, mm-hmm. I guess, intersectionality and how it works because yeah. but you, you can't really choose like that. Yeah, but do you, you do have to look at it and. Because yeah, when you take you know, when you take it away from whiteness and it's just black people in the community, that's when you have to start like deconstructing. Yeah, but then I don't think it should be like one should be uh, like we shouldn't be like ah oh, let's focus on the the race, you mm. know, get the black men, you know, and then mm. after that mm. let's figure out the women issue. I just have like, yeah, because when yeah it becomes that. really yeah yeah. His, I mean, historically, when people say black people, they mean black men. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that's. Um, and I, I think my favorite part of that is when she obviously when Joe. I'm just angry that it took for Joe to die, for her to, you know. Mm. But I think she's she started. She she was throwing it out there and getting beats here, and then she'll slow down sometimes because she didn't mm. want to get beaten up, but. Mm. Mm. I think when he died and she got her out, I was like, oh, it was like, yes. It, it, it took it took a whole death and his pride, even to the end. I know. Wouldn't He just wouldn't allow her. He was a prick, man. Yeah. But I think he was a man. He got sick. The, the he was day. a patriarch. He, yeah. he, he, he was basically a man drunk of power. Yeah. He, he felt like he needed to control Everybody everything. And everyone. And, and, and it said everyone. like some people need a crown to feel like. Yeah. Exactly. You know, to yeah. feel like someone. Yeah, but then the pride, the pride killed him. As soon as his wife defied him, 
it just he, he, he died like more or less like it's tri- like the process went. even though he needed her he still until wouldn't ju- see her let her see him mm, vulnerable until the witch doctor came for him because he made too many enemies no it was so funny because he went to want the bush doctor and the bush doctor's telling him like yeah yeah yeah, it's your wife that's poisoning you but you, oh, just, you, know, you must be giving him all sorts of of course of that's what he'll think of course <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so there we oh. go but then so then he dies now. <laughs> and then we move and then, on to and then, um, no but obviously no, no, but she's by herself for she's a bit she's by herself for a bit oh every, she's loving it and everyone's like oh yeah, you know life is the she best. was yeah. like, she was her shop she came to do freedom yeah. <laughs> a man died and you're talking about wow it was, was like, fantastic wow. she, she mourned for like a week or two <laughs> <laughs> she wore the black clothes for like two weeks so and she was then like, nah. she's out here wearing blue her hair's on oh the, like, yeah I love it yeah and then um, oh, and then TK wanders comes through and TK walks in with his guitar Oh, TK is so complicated. how to play checkers. Man like TK. Is I think it's Jay-Z. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> Walks in and then, um, yeah, and then he, much years her younger. 10 12, year, 12, 12 years, years her younger. She's I what, think. 37 at the time now. Mm. Oh yeah, because she she married her first husband when yeah, she was 17, isn't it? 16. First, oh, 16. 16 when yeah. she married Logan. 24 when she married, what's his name? No, she wasn't 24. Was it 24? Was she? I don't think so. Cause nah, nah, nah. She, it was definitely less than oh, that. Because 20 I, years I, I, passed between her being eight, a could, subordinate wife and that, yeah. I could say 18 then. Um, but yeah, so yeah. we get to T-Cake, who's like this young and carefree black man. Who useless to her, man. Who, I mean, I, you know They what? all useless to her. Yeah, but she, uh, he useless to her. No, he didn't. <laughs> he was useless. <laughs> He's a gambler. He was like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I got, I'm, a, I'm like. I put out I, money? I gamble. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I found your money. Do you see what I mean? And like, then I... Oh, um, okay, so I have a real weird relationship with tea cake, yeah? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm just thinking about Alex saying, oh, he's useless though, bro. And it's so funny because sometimes when on Twitter, what you see is that girls are always like, God, please don't let a man come and embarrass me. Do you know what I mean? And all the women were like, listen, this tea cake is going to embarrass you. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, what they're saying. But yeah, sorry. Oh, I just, I just what I Fine. Um, tea cake. Oh, I had initially, I was like, nah, he's going to useless her. And then that day when he like told her and they went away and then she wakes up in the morning, she's like, rah, like my mom and my money's gone. Mm-hmm. And at that time, my heart sank and I said, I told you. You know what's so funny? I told you. Um, I was like, guard your money. I knew he was coming back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I was like, oh man. Um, she had her vex money and he took her vex money. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, because... So tea cake, they work on this like muck thing place. Mm. And in the Everglades. With like other couples. <laughs> and tea cake is a real like lover, right? So he loves her openly. Mm-hmm. And women and other women are like different generation, man. Girl, like, what's up? What's this? Like our men don't do this to mm. us. And um tea cake gets jealous mm. and tea cake hits her. Okay, so let's do actually, context though. So initially, like I like love tea cake, and I, I don't, I cannot reconcile what he's done to her. Mm. So I'm at a position whereby I'm like, even when a man loves you, mm-hmm. he can still hurt you like this. Nah, tea cake. Come on, let's no, 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 no. I think the problem, what we, the problem here is that we're basically putting tea cake and Janie's love on some sort of pedestal as if to say even though they're up there no, a man but I'm is not, still I'm not putting, nah, I weren't there I am not putting it on the pedestal I'm saying of the three men that she had mm-hmm. that was the man that loved she loved and she loved, loved her I, I do believe that they loved each other yeah 
110 percent you believe otherwise that's fine but, but i do believe out of the three he was supposed to be the one I, I i i think i mean I was, what he was I, the best of a bad bunch yeah. he was, was and and so the the best my issue is that that um com- um conversation of the best of the bad being this bad do you know what i mean i was riding with tk all the way up until the point that, he, that, that he beat her and i was like i was like, I was like well. wow this is gone to shit but the thing is i was thinking like, but i think it's great because you know what i think i was thinking that i was thinking our jenny's got like her third wind in life now she's widowed she's married she's done this she's got certain she's level of experience kind of knows what she knows what relationships are kind of like she's found someone that she can love back and love her whatever whatever and then two twos he beats her because he's jealous of some Negro, whose sister is black hating and whatever. Oh, she made me sick. Hot, Mrs. Like, Carter. Mrs. Mrs. Carter. Mrs. Mrs. Carter. Mrs. Or Connor or whatever. Turner. Turner, yeah, whatever yeah. her name is. Yeah, and she's talking about. She oh, has a really great monologue. Yeah, well, about, not a monologue, but yeah, she has a really a little great bit. Yeah, and she's just talking. She reminds. She reminded me of Uncle yes. Ruckers. That, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I want to call people Mrs. Connor and, and, and Samuel Jackson from um, Sam, Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sam. <laughs> <laughs> was his name Sam? I don't think it's Sam. But I'm like, um, she was just like, she's like, God didn't bless me. <laughs> he blessed me with the European peaches for the dark skin. It's like, why was he? Why was he? Like, why was he doing this to me? I'm like, my I love she had that. revit a LIGO. That's what she had. I like um, the fact that when that was that um, narration about gods and how she viewed white people as gods and how she yeah that's when I was like self-punishing next, next, no next, next. there was a really great yeah. whole page on it which was fantastic yeah I breezed, I think. I breezed through that did I was you? Like, no you missed such a great time I think it, it was horrible but it was written I mean, like you felt it it was, like, written, it was written well but I knew kind of I don't know why you guys just don't like to read just... no I do like to no, I read it I'm just saying that when I was reading I was like okay 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 okay, okay, okay I get it <sighs> I want to see what happens with Jamie yeah. kind of thing um, but yeah yeah Mrs. Connor self-hating yeah. but yeah but then yeah, it was her brother that made um tk jealous mm. and because he was more, more educated and they're talking about booker t washington and all this stuff and he beat her it's still tk's fault he's still he's yeah, still yeah. held accountable for his yeah, action yeah, 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 yeah. he's still hit yeah. her. like he was yeah. he, he was this wasn't when he was a werewolf where he was still in his right mind fam do you know what i'm saying so <laughs> you called him a werewolf wow <laughs> What he was a werewolf. Hey, my God. He was a werewolf. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> it was, but you know, like he got he beat her, and mm. I just feel like, and that's when that's kind of when I decided that I was like, you know what, every man that's comes that comes through this book is trash, and they all beat her, and she's married to all these people that she's never going to find happiness, and it's just going to be a sad I mean, book until the end. What I'm interested is, did she not find happiness with tea cake? I think she found happiness with herself at the end when yeah, she found definitely. her horizon and she was free, mm. but she realized, I think what tea cake did was humanize her. And once she was human, she didn't really need him no more. I, that's, that's how I, I feel like it. Do you know what I mean? I feel like when she killed him, obviously I'm, I'm reaching, I'm probably reaching here. When she shot him, she was probably relieved the same way she was relieved when her ex-husband died. Mm. It was kind of like, I'm now free. And I now know myself. I understand myself. I know what I'm capable of doing. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, she wasn't sad at the end. When she went to her room, she was she was cool. She was happy. She was like, okay, obviously, TK's spirit is still but there. I think that yeah. what you're miss. I think with that, what is lacking is the love. Like, even at the end, she's like, but TK can never die for her because of the amount of love. Like, for for TK to end, she must die. Yeah, but because he... Because of the, love, the, the amount of love that she yeah, had for him. But he, he humanised her. Like, of course, so people who... What do you mean when you say humanised her? He made her see that she's worthy. He made her see that she's 
on par, on levels with people. Do you understand? Yeah. Whereas her other partners made her feel less or didn't even give her the freedom to express herself. Yeah. Like TK allowed her to find her voice. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like to wear yeah. her hair out. And yeah, and be yeah. free. Do you know what I mean? So if someone and that, exactly. And that's why I. But I someone quite like him. Yeah, but someone who's done that much for you, you're never going to forget them, whether they're alive or dead. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah, her saying that. TK's not TK's not dead until she dies. Yeah. Mm. I don't think that means that she's not happy to be by herself. No, definitely not. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I just feel like she'll yeah, I feel like the whole journey was basically her starting alone and ended alone and realizing that to be alone is fine. Yeah. It's okay. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Um what I quite like about this is the fact that there were no children. Um and the fact that she wasn't Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, like each on kids. marriage, there, like, was no, there wasn't like where my baby's at. There weren't even any getting, little children yeah, running around. None, was, like, every every child was, that was mentioned was an adult. Yeah, and she was getting older and there wasn't that looming thing of when will you have kids yeah. that always happens with women. But I think it was great because then we were able to look at her as just as a person mm. by herself rather than um, a mother figure, which is written in a very different way mm. or a woman who has other sort of dependence. And therefore, she couldn't really... Which did have dependence, and it was the men she was with. Yeah, but not the women. Like, we, I mean, not kids, per se. Like, mm. the, the dependence that she did have were, how how am I in connection with this man, with Logan, with Joe, with Tea Cake? Um, mm. But not, oh, I have... I have this duty to this to my child and therefore I can't yeah. do this and that. It so. was more like... But also, I was kind of waiting for it to happen um, with Logan. I was waiting for it to be like, when are you going to give me children? Kind of thing. And I kind of... And then I was expecting it to come with Joe. Did you? I, I, I didn't like, expect it with Joe like, at all. I didn't expect it with Joe. Yeah. Like, he was I, far I, too... I thought, he was an old man. I thought like, ambitious. Yeah, but he yeah, was ambitious. But then I thought like, if she... I don't know whether what would it have been like. It was like? from her that I was most surprised of. Mm. She didn't. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true actually. But then I was thinking like, if he if, if she had a son, because obviously there's the character called Hezekiah in there. He was pretty much like a son to them the way that she the way that he was described. Mm. But I was like, that's that's when I started thinking. Wait a minute, they didn't have any children. Mm. Where's this? Yeah. Where's this? Where is this? And I figured that it, would would it have been a different kind of. We should have had a different revelation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because then she could pour the love into the child, and then and then and then the thing would continue. Would she have gone off with TK that's if she had the child? But, but that's I mean? why so I think it's great that she didn't have a child. Mm. Um, yeah, it'd have been interesting if that was explained though. Mm. Like whether she couldn't have. Children. I love the ending though. Just when she sits down and all that rubbish, I was like, you know what? I love you. <laughs> I remember sh- finishing off and shaking, texting my friend like, oh, fuck. oh my god. Oh my god. Um, I hate the ending. Not that bit. I like yeah. that bit. I well, didn't I like, like. I love the ending. I didn't like when, the, when the she, whole. When she's sitting down eating spicy rice. No, not that bit, man. Before that, she bit. was not eating spicy rice. <laughs> That's what she was doing. No, she she wasn't. I literally can tell you that's what she was not doing. Not not that bit. The whole tea cake werewolf thing. I didn't like it, bro. It was was annoying. Okay, basically, he had rabies. Right. (laughs) But yeah. But anyway, yeah. So he he gets bitten by a dog and then he starts moving mad. And then she has to shoot him. Yeah. um, Whatnot. Um, They go through the whole court scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I, I did not like that court scene. One reason why is because... You don't seem to like anything. <laughs> I know, but no, the way the way that Zora Neale Hurston kind of described, you know, the, all of the black people up there waiting, you know, shaking their head like, this woman better go down. And then the white people are like, oh, you know, helping her. And then mm-hmm. at the end, like, the white people, the white women are around her congratulating her and the black people are bitter that she hasn't got away. Maybe because she killed the black man. Well, she killed. She killed someone, man. Come on, like she actually killed someone. Like, yeah, because they were gonna kill her. 
Well then, I mean, I mean I, I, why can't I, you see that? I thought about this. I have thought about this, and I thought, no, why can't they see that? The way that my why can't Derek see this? The way that the way that my morality is set up, I'm always kind of like people need to be held accountable for what they do. Mm. And although it can self be self defense, isn't a thing for you. Hmm? Self defense isn't a thing for you. Self defense is a thing for me, but at the same time, if in self defense you've taken somebody's life, mm-hmm. it's kill or be killed. Then sometimes. what do you mean? No, no, no. She could have shot him anywhere. She didn't have to kill him. She didn't have but to he shoot. Would, but he would have died a horrible death. Huh? I'm he would, sorry. He would have died I a horrible death. But then that's euthanasia, though, then, isn't it? And that's a completely different argument. Nah, I don't agree. That's assisted suicide. Because as far as I'm concerned, if the guy was coming to rape she me ain't... and they're coming in... He wasn't coming to rape her. Well, I'm just saying, oh, oh, I'm oh, using oh, that oh. example and I'm okay. like, wait a minute. If, for example, somebody is like coming at me and they're going to rape me... Why are you framing me, it like that? I'm not. I, I, all are, I'm saying is... All I'm saying is if someone tries to come for me and rape me or all... That is, to me, the worst thing. But you're applying it You're applying it to a completely... We're talking about... you said this is how your moral you think... But who said anything about rape? I didn't say nothing about rape. And I shot them because I saw this is what they were doing. I'm... Bruv, I'm sorry. I should be... I shouldn't even have to go through the court system. Just let me go. I'm free. What do you mean? Held accountable? No. Someone is trying to... All you. I know is that she's sitting there. Someone is out. trying to kill you at the All point. I know. Why don't you give her the benefit of the doubt? Like yeah, maybe she, she was scared. She was just shooting at anything. To be honest, you know she I mean? does not have time to be thinking about euthanasia. Or like mar- where I'm going to shoot. This guy, Derek, shoot? is going to you kill her. You guys purposely misinterpreting me and no, I just don't have time to argue. No, but at the same time, right? Argue your point. He's got, he's We're ra- not crazy but people. But we but understand. But he's rabid. He's rabid. He would come and he would bite her and therefore... She would get rabies. If she and she would die. She had a rifle. Way. She had a rifle. If she shot mine in the leg and he's on the floor. Yeah, he wouldn't. He, man, you, where's he coming? He's not coming to bite her, fam. Mm. He's on the floor. Do you understand? Mm. He's down. What if it was? Do you understand? What if it's intentionally? I don't know because I feel like it's hmm? almost like it's very clinical the way you're looking at it. This is a woman who loved this man. I don't think she wanted to kill him. Mm. But I don't think she had. I don't know. Let us I'm know what you so think, sure. guys, because I really okay. want to know what you guys think. I'm not she so wanted, I just think that's she... a reach, but okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I really no. the listeners. Like, I think if they want to know, if I they, think she they have to a perspective, be I want to know what their perspectives are. A I lot mean, of people he became were, a burden. So a lot of people were tweeting about TK. Like, they like whenever some people love him. Some yeah, like, hey. whenever I put the message out about like, I'll tell, ask us some things about the book. Everybody's mentioned TK. Nobody mentioned the other people. They don't matter. But like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, was it was it out of some kind of deep compassion? What, that no, she killed him? That she killed him, so yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. No, I don't think it was compassion. I think this man's going to kill me and he going to die first. Yeah. Bye. Oh, I love that? you, but I'm not going to die and I think that's great. I had a question as well and I, I completely forgot it. You are my well, um, man kill you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. <laughs> um, final thoughts on the book. <laughs> think we'll die first. But no, think, think, think about it like this. Think about it. Think about it like this, yeah. Boom. When when TK was aiming the gun at her, yeah. When he showed a little bit of distraction, she thought to herself, "I could, t- t- I could tackle him and restrain him or something." That thought did occur to her. So I'm not being too clinical because she was being clinical in that situation. Therefore, why could she not think I can shoot him in the leg and injure him? I don't him? think she was being clinical. I think she was being I need to survive. But this but man but, is going to but that's that's anywhere. the same thing. If her if if me saying she could have thought to shoot him in the leg, you said that's too clinical. But she thought I could restrain him when he's distracted. Do you think she knew where she could shoot him so that he wouldn't die? I don't know. I fully don't know. Where can, the... I sh- where can I shoot someone that they were... I'm, I'm not thinking about that. Shoot. What? But she was thinking about... Where did she shoot him? She was thinking what? Where did she she shoot was thinking him? about restraining him when he showed a little bit of distraction. Mm-hmm. Therefore, what I'm saying is that if she it was able flip. to think about that, then why was she not able to think I could shoot him well, in a place we'll that would disarm her? So you think she should have gone to prison? Huh? You think she should have gone to prison and spent the rest of her life in jail? 
I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Well then, I, would, I, <laughs> I, I don't know about the rest of her life, but I'm mean, yeah, like it's murder. I huh? it would have been so. the death. It would have been the death. She loved this man. She was. It was self defense, in my opinion, and no one should go to jail for self defense. I disagree with that, but that's a completely different argument. Someone go to jail because someone else is going to hurt you. You know what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was actually actually really annoying the fact that she every minute. Have you not heard of reasonable force? Every every minute was just like every every time you are the lawyer. Lawyer. Every time the doctor came and was just like, "Oh, they should have come before. They should have come a few weeks before. They should have come all these moments before." And you're just like, "Why tell her this?" If you just say, "Oh well, we're going to die now," it's all too late. I just felt like every minute was everything was too late for her. Everything towards the end of the book was too late, apart from the fact of her realisation. And mm. that's their eyes are watching God. Well, yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's a decent book because we've had a discussion on Maya. Yeah, I, yeah, do, I love I this book. It. It's my favourite book. And um, You'll get over it. Yeah. I don't think you should think for me and tell me what I should get over <laughs> yeah, or not. To be honest, my... I didn't my... say you should get over it. I said you will get over it. Yeah, but it. how do you know that? Because my, my favourite book, my favorite book oh, is no longer my favourite book. So. Hmm? My oh, favorite, why? Oh, because of when we did the reread? Yeah. Oh man! It's no longer. It's fine. Wow. It's fine. I'm okay. your favorite book no more. I, mean, like, I actually spoke to someone about it because they, they were listening and they were like, "I was really surprised because I didn't hear that passion from Alex anymore." Is it not his favorite book? And I lost, I'm like, I lost it. It went. So, I'm, what's your favorite book? I'm, now? I'm in like. <laughs> You're in like. I'm in like. With the book. <laughs> what's your favorite book? Something by Eckhart Tolle or something. <laughs> I didn't know actually an idiot prick um, I didn't know I don't know oh this know. is great though because I love that I, now just, you need to find out yeah I'm open so you need to oh I I'm love open. it because I'm, I'm throwing so many books at I'm you I'm reading all these different things <laughs> I'm reading all these different things and I'm just trying now but you're, not, you're not really into fiction at <laughs> not the moment, that much are you? no we're gonna no. get you no, but you're you're. Tra- but I, I'm reading fiction. Yeah, you're reading fiction. Oh god, it's I great. Got, I got Ooh. a book for you. Ooh, child. It's called. It's <laughs> I'm called, trying. And you'll love it. It's called "Tell Me How Long the Train's Been Gone" by okay. James Baldwin. It's yeah. one of his lesser known works. You are. Oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, because I'm. I'm just like I'm reading a few. Oh, you're few like books. a hole right now. You can do anything. Wow. Whore. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna whore. say this so much. Book whore. You um, book whore. There's so many different. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many books I want to read. Um, which is why I'm kind of like digging into like Melmoth and stuff. Yeah. And like, because obviously it's fiction, but it's a fiction book that I never would have really picked up. And obviously the Gail Jones book is fiction, fiction that I never really would have picked up. So I'm trying. What, Elena Oliphant? No. Oh, that's Gail Honeyman. That's Gail Honeyman. <laughs> Sorry, my, my bad. That's Gail Honeyman. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm yeah, like... I never thought you'd ever pick that up. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, yes, I'm in like, I'm in like, I'm in, <laughs> shout out. I'm in like, I'm in like. Can we call this episode Whore. <laughs> You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because I was actually saying to someone the other day, like, it burns me to admit this, but The Great Gatsby is not my favourite book anymore. Mm. It's not. And it's not because of this. we had the discussion on Mo mm. It's not because of that. It's because when I was rereading it for Mo mm. I was kind of just like, this isn't giving me the feels that it used to give but me. But I knew that this was going to happen. Really? I knew it. Because I, said, I reread I... this and I started crying all over again. No. <laughs> Literally. The part where she's like, love is like being. the ocean. I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, wow. It's so annoying. Did you know what it is? It's like, it's like watching a film that you that you're like you really loved, and you know the points that are coming. And you know so, you're getting, you're so gearing you, yourself so you up. So you set yourself up. But then yeah. even, even then, when I was reading Oscar Wilde, I was like, yeah. 
Oh, I'm so sorry, I was like, like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'm, oh I've, already, I've got a backup. I've got plenty of backups. So yeah. my favourite book I can officially say now is Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Okay. And I can reread that and I definitely know for sure that I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't love... Definitely not. Yeah. Give me some suggestions, guys. You're like a book horror. This is yeah, great. I'm like, I'm like, stop, you but, but I want like Woo! a good range. I just don't want to be stuck on the American South narrative. I'll okay. give you some Herman Hess. You should try some Murakami. I've Don't got, ever go to Murakami. I've got Murakami no. that I need he, to read. Your love for books will be drained. Oh, what? Yeah. Don't listen don't, to that. Don't do that. Read Carpool yeah, yeah. on the Shore. It's like Number one, don't do that. that don't stuff. do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do it. I'm coming I'm to read. I'm coming to read. I'm coming to read whatever. I'm coming exactly. to read whatever. But, um, Just don't do But, um, some Kundera. You love some Kundera. I've got Kundera. I don't have Kundera. Get some Bukowski. But isn't he like problematic? Very problematic. Still read him though. Okay. I thought you don't want to read problematic people. I have, that's, I have, that's, I have levels. That's his prerogative. Right. I have like a rating system. I'm very system. much like I'll read and just just to see. But I don't know. Like I would do. I do want to read. Um, I'll read, just not pay for the stuff. I do want to read. I cannot. I can. I can never say his name properly. But is it Ngugi Watiango? Ngugi Watiango. Watiango. Yeah, I want to read one of his books. I've got some of his essays. Do you know the um book of essays? I don't know why people say Ngugi. Yeah. It's not really. N- it's not. N- I just say Ngugi Watiango. Ngugi. Yeah. Ngugi Watiango. Yeah. I've got his prison letters oh, okay. and stuff and I want to read those mm. so I'm really interested in that but if anybody oh, I'm going to write, I'm gonna write you a list bro I'm yeah. excited yeah man send me I'm them I'm going to bring you over to my side send me them though because I'm broke I can't but you said you read it. some Herman Hess you read I've Sid- got Siddhartha Siddhartha you read it you liked it right yeah we should do that as a, we should do that for an episode we should do Siddhartha yes Ray you will love it as well yeah it's very good it's, it's short and it's quite um, I like the way um, Herman Hess he writes yeah Herman Hess I think all right um cool and that's the eyes watching god guys let us know what you think about the episode i was gonna do a reading but i'll go for a reading no no i don't want to anymore i'm sorry anyway do you have an issue no you don't have one no issue trash let's move on (laughs) 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 no no actually i don't want to do that narrative because it's putting it into the world it's not great um you know people are people Women are beautiful. We're out here. Uh, we just read. We I just like, read. bro. She's actually not. She was literally <laughs> sitting there a minute ago saying, mm, I don't know how to feel about TK. You know, it conflicts, blah, 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 after he licked up the woman. But you want to sit there and say, men are trash afterwards. It doesn't, make any trash. Sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm not bro. saying that TK isn't trash. TK is trash, but he still loved her. But, but, but then again, it's like, even men loving you is a form of trashness. Disgusting. <laughs> oh Anyways, um, this is great, guys. I'm really excited. I'm so happy that you guys read this book and you guys have different perspectives. And I told you I wasn't about to, you know, because it like it's that. a perfect book. All right, cool. Um, what was I going to add? Is there anything else? No. Um, one thing, we're at Cheltenham this week, Lord God. Oh, Guys, yes. we go into it like a spanky-ass hotel. With Lenny Henry. Yes. Oh, shit, the hotel, that it's shit. It's so no. pretty. I Listen, was like, yeah. I've already packed my suitcases. I'm, I'm treating this like a holiday. So, so first of all, you're extra. No one, How, does, no, no one, no one, no one does that. I'm, I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm even booked this week off work. I'm not at work this week. Okay. I'll book this week off because I'm going to be reading the whole week. Yeah, yeah. So when we come to do Most of It Live, I'm just going to be throwing out those literary references you know okay. yeah so as we're you at, can we're... tell guys he just likes to name drop because, <laughs> I love name dropping it's, it's fantastic it's not it just it's beautiful makes, because it also gives life. people opportunity to say yes I've read that book and therefore then we can have a discussion about like, that yes. book or maybe you just want to appear very literary. How about you just take for up the, the sake of it? How about you take up the tactic? Appear literary. <laughs> how about you try it? <laughs> try it. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't want to. to. I don't feel to. Like, I why know, should I'm... I just read so much for the sake of like name dropping when I can just read for the experience? Yes, because I sit down for hours and read books just. Well, so I can we name don't drop. know, Derek. We don't know. <laughs> all, I could, all I have to do is memorize the names and be like, oh yeah, this book, this is that book, and all right, not actually all right. read them. Cool, calm down. 
stressed. Oh, I know. You see this one, bro. <laughs> she just, oh, she's so, you're so like, annoying. It's okay. Calm down. It Why are you bro. stressing? Like, it it's okay. Go and read your books, isn't it? It burns Get you, ready bro. for Cheltenham. <laughs> I read this book today, guys. I read five books today. <laughs> Yeah, we're, right, we're on a literary we're on a literary podcast all and right I, man I, i'm getting roasted yes. because i like to Derek read books. reads we all read beautiful Alex thank you reads. so much Alex. Oh. But anyway, um we're gonna get there we're gonna be at Cheltenham. we're gonna be it's gonna be about. so fun guys fun have you guys packed your outfits huh what, what, what's I, your style I, I, gonna I, be i clearly just said that i haven't even packed Derek, have what? you packed your suits i just said i've packed fam oh you packed already and you called me extra i called him i called you extra bruv but yeah, I don't even know what I'm well, doing. I but anyway, we're going to be there. Um, so yeah, guys, if you want to come down to Cheltenham, book those tickets. It's online, um, mercy-lit.com. And yeah, we're going to have an interesting conversation with Lenny Henry. And uh, The uh, Winchester Poetry Prize is out. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Inuit Elams for Wonderful Poem Plight Fantasy. Dope. Um, oh, oh yeah, shout out. Um, shout, shout out. Did it... Uh, guy, didn't you? Did he win an award recently? No, he didn't get shortlisted. He didn't get shortlisted. I was so gutted. For the man booker. I know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Trash. All right. So, we'll, anything else to add, guys? Oh yeah, guys. Listen. Was it? It's coming out on Tuesday. Oh, I'm not allowed to talk about it until no, it drops. About, no, not talk about it until it drops. <laughs> what matters if Alex reads drops on Wednesday. So, guys, listen to that. It should be pretty fun. should be interesting. Two episodes will drop on Wednesday. So, guys, have a listen. And I don't know. Are you guys going to be at any events this week? No? All right. Well, we'll catch... Where he's thinking? Oh, I was on BBC News this week, guys. Oh, you were? Yeah. I totally forgot about it. We're talking about Diversity Month. Yeah, that's rubbish. Um, Happy Black History Month, guys. Yeah, because some, like, council started talking about... uh, Diverse, what diversity month? Oh, this is diversity month. I mean, mm. It was ridiculous. Mm. Um, and I was on Black Academics this morning talking about various topics pertaining to Black culture and mm. stuff. So that's going to drop, I think, in in a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Cool. We'll look out for all of that, and we'll catch you guys next week. Make sure you hit us up on all the relevant socials and all the relevant <laughs> things that you can find us on. Mostly lit. On Twitter, Messy Lit Pod, on Instagram, um, email us, messylit at gmail.com. I'm so excited And we're going to be at China next week, this week, so. Yeah. We get lit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.